Welcome to the Book Dialogue. We are so glad that you have joined us. This is Sarah. And this is Rebecca. Thank you for joining us for a great discussion of books, ideas, and Sarah always brings out the best in me. Well, thank you, Rebecca. I believe that it's very much a mutual thing. You have taken me on a journey that has encompassed so much of extraordinary reading that you do. And I am very excited about you sharing with us what you're reading today. I think I will start out with a quote. You know I enjoy quotes. A single person is missing for you, and the whole world is empty. Joan Didion the Year of Magical Thinking. That's the book we're going to discuss today. I approach the book with trepidation because the topic of discussion is not easy. We do not embrace grieving. We try to stay away from it and hope that when it comes, it will pass quickly. The topic of grieving is not one that we embrace automatically because we need to look deep inside of us. We know at one point in our life, we will experience loss. Joan Didion is one of the most influential writers of our time. And I thought if anyone could explain the idea of grieving, how she went through it, this would be someone that I could read and identify with. Maybe not in terms of grieving, but identify with her in terms of being human. Joan Didion is a Pulitzer Prize winning American author and journalist who is best known for her works of nonfiction, including politics, culture, and the human condition. I find that her writing style is unique and her ability to capture the human experience is unparalleled. It goes deep into the spirit of who we are. Are you ready for this conversation? I am actually quite taken aback because this sounds like a book that everyone in their life at some point will have to face the idea of loss and grieving. And so I can't wait to hear more about what you experienced in reading this book. What is it that you will feel when life changes for you in an instant. When something happens, when you experience a loss, it is sudden. Even when we know that we will lose someone, the actual point of loss is still catastrophic. The book chronicles the year she spent grieving after the sudden death of her husband, John Gregory Dunn, and the illness of their daughter, Quintana Rue Dunn, The book is intimate and raw in its emotions. Joan Didion takes us through a factual and detailed approach on a journey through the year that follows the sudden death of her husband. She explores the complex emotions and thoughts that arise during the grieving process. For example, she would go for a walk and had these great ideas and said to herself, I need to go back and tell John all about my idea. And then when she came into the room, she realized he was not there. When she planned events, 
she would think, now what will John enjoy? Or when we go on a vacation, where should John and I go? We should keep his shoes because he might need those shoes. Those are the things that go into your mind, that magical thinking that shows us that we're not in the present and we're not in the past. We're somewhere in between and we can't bridge that gap. Our mind has a way of being able to play, I hesitate to use the words, but play tricks on us. When we are not capable or feel that we're not able to cope with a certain circumstance, we morph it in our heads. And I think that the loss of such an incredible, huge part of your life in terms of the loss of someone who is so dear to you, you can't help but feel that part is still with you. And that severing of something that was one moment, the circumstances were one way, and the next moment, it was completely different. And it's the brain can't reconcile that because we're not yet finished processing the emotions, processing the feelings, reconciling to the fact that we have just lost half our life. I like the word you use, processing, because that's what the brain is doing. How do we move from point A to point B with half of us missing? I think that the idea of moving from point A to point B is something that we do not only through the death of a loved one, but other things that happen in our life. Grieving is just not the loss of a person. It can be the loss of a job. It can be the loss of hope. And the processing that you're talking about is how we reconcile that break between what we had wanted, what we had hoped for, what we were experiencing, and the reality that is currently facing us after that catastrophic break in our circumstances. In all of our life, we are going to have to process grief. I would be very interested in hearing a little bit more about how she used this year of magical thinking to process. Interesting that you brought that up because the theme of the book is resilience. Resilience in the face of grief and loss. And throughout the book, Joan Didion demonstrates how she was able to find strength in the midst of her pain. She also reflects on the power of memory and how it can be a source of comfort in difficult times. Another theme of the book is the importance of accepting and learning to move on. She explored how she navigated the transition from grief to acceptance and how to rebuild one's life after the devastating loss. I like that word hope. We use it so often, and yet, when we actually need it, we understand what hope really is. Joan Didion emphasized the importance of making the most of our time on earth and cherishing the moments we have with those we love. That was key to me because we're always planning or we're always looking back and saying, how could we do things different? Or we're going to anticipate what we're going to do tomorrow. And in doing so, we lose the time that we have right now. 
But isn't that a common theme? That we are so busy, as you say, reliving our past or planning our future that we don't live in the here and now. And it is interesting to me that that would be a theme of this book when it is something that we have touched on in a lot of our reading. I, I really find that that's a positive message. That's a wonderful way to not only prepare ourselves for loss, which will inevitably come, but also to be able to celebrate and to build those memories that will enable us to process grief when that loss comes. You would be interested in the scientific part of this book because she interviews experts on the process of grieving and what that means to the body and what it means to the mind. Everything is interconnected. So that was also very important to me to understand how our bodies relate to grief, how our minds relate to grief, and how they interconnect with each other. She was able to bring out complex ideas in simple ways so that we could understand them and then relate it to our own experience. I love this quote that comes from the year of magical thinking. We are imperfect mortal beings, aware of that mortality even as we push it away failed by our very complication, so wired that when we mourn our losses, we also mourn, for better or for worse, ourselves, as we were, as we are no longer, as we will one day not be at all. She has acknowledged that this is accepting the idea that we must move through grief to what is beyond and to acknowledge that we will not be the same. It speaks to her authenticity in relating a deeply personal period of her life and sharing with us, the reader, that experience in a raw, emotional way. Although I do wonder, do we ever stop grieving? I don't think we do, but we change that grief. I think we transform that grief into something that's powerful, something that we hold sacred. Grieving, as we know it, is a part of the human experience. And that quote says, when someone passes, we also pass as well. In many respects, we move on. We take that part and we hold it in our hearts. And then we move on. I want to leave one quote that seems a little harsh, but one that encompasses the discussion of grieving, because there is a point in our life that we must look out and say, I am living. I am still here. I need to live this day. And if it's by myself, I must celebrate that. This is what Joan Didion wrote. I know why we try to keep the dead alive. We try to keep them alive in order to keep them with us. I also know that if we are to live ourselves, 
there comes a point at which we must relinquish the dead. Let them go. Keep them dead. That is very difficult to do. And yet, at the end, that is what she found was the point in her life that she was able to celebrate the life that she had with her husband. But yet, she celebrated the life that she had going forward. And I think that's powerful for us today. It may have come across as a little harsh. But I think that maybe she has come to the realization that life will continue. And that when we look back, we are not, by saying that they have passed and they're beyond our reach, doesn't negate the memory. But it needs to remain in the place where it is. We are not stagnant beings. We must move forward. And that, I think, is what that quote sums up. So ultimately, it is positive. And she's able to move through it. It makes you want to cry, doesn't it? Actually, it does. (laughs) When she brought it all together in the year of magical thinking, it was positive, it was heart-rendering, but it is a must-read. Oh, I agree. Because as I said... We will all face this at one point in our life or another. And perhaps a book like this allows us to be able to move through those experiences in our life. I think that is a wonderful place to leave this conversation. Thank you, Sarah. This has been a great discussion. Well, thank you, Rebecca. That is a book that I think we can heartily recommend to our listeners. We'd love to hear if you've taken the time to read that book. Share a bit of your heart for what you've read through this book and experienced. Sarah, I am pleased that you enjoyed this conversation and I am glad that you are placing the Year of Magical Thinking on your to-be-read pile. Why not? Share your thoughts about what you're reading, gentle listeners. You can find us on the web at thebookdialogue.com or thebookdialogue.ca. As my sister is fond of saying, we're everywhere. So meet us in that everywhere. Till next time we meet, dear friends. Stay well. Keep reading. And join us again on The Book Dialogue.